Well, welcome to the Spin Life Well Show, where we talk about finance from the perspective of the most biblical worldview. I'm certified kingdom advisor, Mark Trice. Thanks for joining our program. I'm joined in the studio today by fellow financial professional, Jesse Hamilton. Jesse, hey, welcome. Hey, thanks, thanks, Mark. Welcome to the show. Yeah, you know, we've been, we've been talking off and on over the weeks about um, you know, biblically responsible investments, but we really never have dedicated a program entirely to trying to help people understand what is biblically responsible investment. Right. So uh, today, I'll start off with today's verse, and that comes from Romans uh, 12.9. Love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to good. And that really, really directly applies to what we consider important with biblically responsible investments. But Jesse, tell us a little bit about what, what is that? All right, so I came up with this definition um, for BRI, Biblically Responsible Investing, which is an investment strategy that seeks to align an individual's investment portfolio with their biblical values and principles. So BRI is also known as faith-based investing, and some people might even call it Christian investing, but we don't hear that very often. Okay. Um, The main objective of BRI is to ensure that the investments are made in companies that are aligned with biblical values and principles. So this means the investments should not support certain things and might encourage others. Okay, so so BRI investors typically use screening criteria to right. make sure they're either including or excluding certain criteria from their investment portfolios. Mm-hmm. This is something relatively new. And I know last week, we, last week's program, we talked about ESG, right. environmental, social, and governance screening, and so forth. But biblically responsible investing has really tried to break away from that because they are not one and the same. Right. And, you know, people might think they have some of the same values, which they do, but a lot of the BRI companies have decided to no longer call themselves ESG because they really have different goals. Exactly. And then so biblical responsible investments are really designed to align with your faith and values. Right. So um, so anyway, so let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. So and... there's a, uh, a large company. We're not going to say the name of it. Um, that we use fairly often. We like uh, we like working with them. And these are their values. When we talked about those values that we screen for. So the things that they mention on their website are life, purity, family, stewardship, longevity, and sobriety. Okay, so what what does that all mean? What what if we're talking about life, what does that mean that that particular fund is screening for? Uh, it could mean a lot of different things. The the hot button topic in today's culture is, of course, abortion. Um, companies that might be supporting that or paying for employees to get that, uh, and various things like that. So that's one specific area that's important. All right. Well, I want to go through each of these for this sure. particular fund. And if and folks, if you're interested in learning about which funds we use in our biblically responsible investment models, we'd be happy to talk to you about that. We don't talk about it on a podcast because we don't want to be perceived as giving a specific recommendation right. in any type of investment. So so life really applies that they're screening out companies that may support abortion practices. Right. This specific company, this provider is doing that. Okay. Um, the next one being purity. So this would be things related to like pornography, adult themes, uh, a lot of the streaming services and huge tech companies that we use every day fall into this category. 
Yeah, and and it's 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 amazing to see. I was just thinking about this the other day that we're in just a sh- few short years. It's hard to believe that we went from a culture that was really not that tolerant yeah. of different types of sexually explicit type images and things, and and to a point where we're talking about reassigning gender for our children. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of companies out there that are involved in that or supporting that. And the purity screen there for this particular company is they're using that to screen out those particular companies. Right. I remember, I know this is kind of kind of funny, but, you know, used to when you get the Sears catalog, and, and I'm instantly dating myself, <laughs> okay? Jesse's never seen a Sears catalog, okay? Uh, but used to when you get the Sears catalog, there were no lingerie models in the Sears catalog, mm-hmm. all right? There might be mannequins at the best, but at the best, I said at the best, like it's a good thing. <laughs> but normally, if you're shopping for an undergarment, they were just going to show you a picture of the undergarment. Mm-hmm. Not how it looked on the, the model, the skinny model or the plus size model, whatever. It was just how the fabric looked in a two-dimensional image. Yeah. And now... We have a whole show geared towards on television that's geared towards buying underwear, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and and a lot of these companies produce those shows. So in yeah. this case, they would be looking at that and trying to screen out companies that are providing that to people. Okay, so if, that, if that's a, if that's a concern that you don't want to invest in companies that support those things, then those types of screens would ferret those things out, right? right? So our next value is family. Uh-huh. The biblical foundation of a family um, is so important to what Christians believe. So they look for companies that support that. Okay. And then uh, what about the next one? I think it was it marriage. Uh, yeah, that's one of their values. Um, obviously, just the sacred bond between a man and a woman that they care about. Okay. And then uh, another one over here. See here is liberty. Mm-hmm. The inalienable rights of human beings created in God's image. Okay. All right. And then there may be a few others over for this particular company. Uh, yeah. We got something about stewardship. Mm-hmm. You know, just being a good steward of the resources giving um, that could include lots of different. Um, so that would screen out maybe gambling. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's one specific thing. I know some of our listeners like to go to the casino and, and yeah. <laughs> have fun. Uh, they're not addicted in any way, but uh, sometimes certain certain biblically responsible investments will screen out things for that involve gambling, whether it be casinos, riverboats, casi- right. uh, cruise lines, racetracks, and even you know really prevalent today are, is gambling software. I mean, you can gamble on your phone. Yeah, we just had the Super Bowl, and you know millions of dollars being gambled on. Um, and then the last two, longevity and sobriety, are more relating to tobacco and alcohol, things that this fund specifically wants to avoid. Um, not all the funds are this way in BRI, but a lot of them are. Okay. So um, so we've, we've heard of negative screens. Is there anything with, with positive screens? Like they're looking for companies that may, um, you know, include certain things. Yes. And there's another company that we love to uh, participate with, and we have several friends and connections that work with them, and they're big on the positive screens. Okay. So the kind of things that allow communities to flourish, that really care for people, reward people, and, um, you know, are, are 
being productive members of society based on what the Bible says. So maybe an example might be a company that dedicates a a certain amount of their profits to go towards um, charities that are improving welfare around the world. Right. So I'm thinking of one in particular. Uh, They are a public company, so I'm not going to mention them on on our podcast here, but uh, they donate a certain amount percentage of their profits towards helping families with adoption. Yeah, that's awesome. And, that's a very positive screen. That that's something you would want in the portfolio. And then there's another one I'm aware of that that donates a, a significant portion of their profits towards uh, digging water wells mm-hmm. in uh, communities in 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 third world countries that don't have access to clean water. Right. And so this this is potential to be a high quality growth investment that's also making a positive impact on real people's lives. Okay. All right. Great. So that yeah. I hope that gives you kind of an idea and with uh, things, but what are some factors we need to consider before we use uh, use a biblically responsible investing strategy? Mm-hmm. There, there are many different factors, and we talked about a couple of them last week um, when we covered ESG, and people were working really hard to reduce the downsides of BRI. The classic one is, oh, well, I'm going to give up all this performance because I'm not participating in the tech stocks that are rocketing and up. And we're really not seeing that. No. We're not seeing a big difference in performance in the in biblical responsible uh, type investments and traditional investments. Right. And, and if you want to do your own research, you can um, dive into several professionals in the academic realm. You can check out Biola University, a couple others that are doing this backtesting research to prove that there's really not as much of a difference as you might think. All right. So if if the performance of the values-based investing, the biblical responsible investing is not that much different than traditional investments. Uh, what, what are some other things that people need to consider? Well, uh, a big point from our last episode was the fees associated with these. Right. And that is still something that needs to be considered here. You might pay a slightly higher fee in a mutual fund to participate in BRI, but right. people at these companies are working very hard to make sure that they're not excessive fees. And there's really not, I mean, this is speculative in my opinion, but there's not nearly as much manipulation in BRI. Right, because because the, the folks, the fund providers and, and exchange traded fund creators see the the hypocrisy with a lot of the ESG type right. funds. And, and we talked last week about that. If you want to go back to that episode and listen to that, I encourage you to do that. But um, so the fees may be a little higher. There's a little bit higher amount of work going into screening the different companies that go into a mutual fund or that are indexed against an ETF. Mm-hmm. But fees are always something you should look at with every investment to make sure that there are alternatives. Now, th- those are really fun fees. But if you look at even exchange traded funds or ETFs for short, those can have lower expenses altogether. Yeah. Well, in traditional investing, that's one of the main points of an ETF is the reduced fee, the the ease of trading. And we're seeing a massive growth in ETFs within BRI. Yeah, that's right. And so really the, the other big thing that I think people should consider uh, when they're looking at, at that is, 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 is my desire to invest in things that align with my values really going to affect change, mm. all right? And that just requires knowing what the screens are, both positive and negative, and getting to know some of those companies that are in that fund. Right. 
So let's have a quick conversation about the Kingdom Advisors. I know you like to plug them sometimes on the podcast. Yeah, I like them. So Kingdom Advisors is an organization of Christian financial professionals. That's Mm -hmm. attorneys. That might be insurance folks. That might be stewardship pastors at your church. So if you've got a stewardship pastor at your church, you want to make sure that they're a member of Kingdom Advisors. And Mm -hmm. we encourage, that's a great gift to give to somebody for an annual membership at Kingdom Advisor. It's it's a lot less for churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, just a few hundred dollars a year for something like that. Right. But they have access to all sorts of training on biblical stewardship there with that. So if you're a stewardship pastor and you're not aware of Kingdom Advisors, you need to go check out Kingdom, KingdomAdvisors.com. And in fact, here, we just came back from our annual conference where we got to learn a lot more about biblically responsible investing. Right. So much FaceTime with the actual leaders of these BRI companies, and we got to learn about their funds and just get educated on updated on the market. And we'd be excited to share that with you. That's something that we love to share. So if you're interested in biblically responsible investing, you want to be able to do that. But Kingdom Advisors is a great way to find uh, a financial advisor that shares your values. If you go to kingdomadvisors.com and simply click on the links for uh, find a, a, an advisor, uh, they will. you'll put in your zip code and you'll find the nearest uh, few or two or three advisors that are within your area. Mm-hmm. If you can't find one, uh, give us a call because oftentimes we know people that are not certified kingdom advisors um, that are good Christian financial advisors right. that, that work with biblical responsible investments. Mm-hmm. Well, something that a lot of people don't understand is you can use biblically responsible investing in all your traditional ways. A Roth IRA, a traditional IRA, all those things can contain BRI. So I wrote down a question, how do I do it? Okay. It's really very similar to any other way you would do it. You're going to want to work with a professional who knows the space and the industry. And that's why we kind of plugged the Kingdom Advisors because a lot of them are going to know about BRI. Yeah, exactly. And we've, we've had lots of people approach us over the years that, you know, they've talked to their financial advisor. They don't know anything about it. Or perhaps they're not allowed to. There are some broker dealers that do not allow the use of biblically responsible investments. And it's not because they're good or bad. Is mm-hmm. They haven't taken the time to respond to their clients' demands right. to realize that there's a number of folks that really want this type of investment. I think you'll see that change over time, but really you can you can implement and develop a portfolio that's 100% focused on biblically responsible investments, uh, just like you would with any other investment. You always wanna read about that investment to understand it, know that there are risks involved with any type of financial investment, but those are all things that you can can mm-hmm. do. So any, any last thoughts, Jesse, about how to get started with this? Just that we see people um, that, that do this with part of their portfolio. We see people that do it with all their portfolio. It's just really your preference. And do you want to participate or do you want to go all in on this? Right, exactly. And, you know, it's whatever the Spirit's leading you to do. You know, if, you're, if you've, you've been in a situation where you feel like God's leading you to do this, you can give us a call. You can visit us on our website at spendlifewell.com or give us a call at 800-491-4508. And until next week, Jesse, let's keep talking about biblical responsible investments, and we hope that you'll join us for our next episode.